gets down and away we go. Sebastian Vettel gets a flyer ahead of Lewis Hamilton. Valtteri Bottas on the inside as well. Bottas might have a better line through and he's beaten Lewis Hamilton into turn two. Kimi Raikkonen on the outside as they head down towards Village. Vettel from Bottas nice and Hamilton. Hamilton's gone round and he's clashed. And Kimi Raikkonen involved as well. That is massive disappointment for the British crowd. And here's the really bad news for Kimi Raikkonen, a 10-second penalty for causing a collision. Kimi Raikkonen crashing into Lewis Hamilton. The stewards are giving him a 10-second penalty. Marcus Ericsson has a very heavy crash That'd in the Sauber. So a safety car has been brought out. With Valtteri this. Bottas is staying out. Vettel very close in turn five, as close as he's been. He'll get DRS, a little bit of movement from the back of the Mercedes. Above Verstappen's that going well. really slowly down the main straight. I think he actually might have a bit more trouble on his hands as Sebastian Vettel goes down the inside on Valtteri Bottas. What a late move, what a late lunge, what a brilliant move by Sebastian Vettel to retake the lead of the British Grand Prix. Uh, the British crowd, the majority of them, were hoping for a golden day for the Silver Arrow. It might just be a red-letter day instead in the destiny of the championship as Sebastian Vettel wins the British Grand Prix and leads home Lewis Hamilton in second place and Kimi Raikkonen in third. The fight for five world titles goes on. You're listening to the Q3 Podcast. home on the weekend it was the British Grand Prix of course Silverstone being the first venue the first racetrack to host a Formula 1 Grand Prix anyway you are on the Q3 podcast this is the British Grand Prix review I'm Ben Pascuzzi I'm joined by as always James Worth James how are we I'm good yourself I'm very good thanks that's good I love that. Love that intro into oh, the um, How good is that? coming home. F1's coming home. It's beautiful. It's F1 home. coming home. Our usual intro is just beautiful. Anyway, it was a very, very exciting uh, British Grand Prix, to say the least. So mm-hmm. we're going to get straight stuck into how the British Grand Prix took place. There we go. You want it again? You just got to hear it again. All right, so the finishers for the... Do you, do you want to go through them, James, or do you want me to? Uh, I'll go through them. Right, go through the finishers okay. for the British Grand so Prix. So the British Grand Prix, the top 10 as they finished, uh, it was Vettel, Hamilton, Raikkonen, Bottas, Ricardo, Hulkenberg, Ocon, Alonso, Magnussen, and Perez. All right, so I'm going to give you a brief summary of how the race took place, and it was quite the controversial start. Uh, Hamilton starting in th- second position. Um, sorry, he was, he was he started on pole. Vettel was in second. Vettel got an absolute flyer. 
was able to pass him on the opening quarter. And then a couple corners later on corner three, Hamilton collided with Riken and Wells Riken, and who came into him. And subsequently, Hamilton went to last. So he spun out. And unfortunately, he had to come back all the way from last position. As a result of that collision, Raikkonen, he copped a 10-second grid penalty. He would serve that on lap eight. Oh, well, he sorry, he copped it on lap eight. Yep. So Hamilton, the race then turned into Hamilton trying to turn, trying to tear through the pack. He moved into the top ten on lap eight. Moved into P6. That's crazy, man. On lap 11, where it was over 13 seconds behind the fifth place, Daniel Ricciardo. So, it was ridiculous. So, he came from last place on lap 1 into the top 10 on lap 8, P6, lap 11. That's nuts. We can't allow that to happen, can we? I mean, it's just too obvious. It's It's hammer time. It's not hammer time. It's the Merc. Just the Merc. Yeah. He does that in any other car, it, it won't happen. Anyway, um, just a couple of retirements. So Leclerc, I guess, was one of the major first ones to retire. He retired on lap 20. Uh, was, there was a botched pit stop. Uh, one of his rear tyres did not go on properly. So he immediately exited. He immediately went off onto the tarmac after he pitted, citing a rear tyre problem. First of the front runners to pit was Sebastian Vettel coming in in lap 21. He was ahead of Hamilton, who moved up to third because obviously the two Red Bulls had pitted prior to that. Then what was interesting was that Red Bull elected to pit Daniel Ricciardo for a second time on lap 31, which caught my eye because Daniel Ricciardo, even though the we were watching the Sky Sports F1 uh, vision because Fox Sports in Australia, we use the Sky Sports footage, they were obviously frothing over Lewis Hamilton because, you know, he's British, Guy Sports is yeah. British. So all the coverage and stuff was about Hamilton and his positioning and, and whatnot. But what was interesting, though, was Daniel Ricciardo, I was looking on the timing screens mm-hmm. on the on the left of the screen, and he was catching up to Max Verstappen. So Ricciardo was in fifth, Verstappen in fourth, and Daniel Rick was at one stage, I believe, well, it might have been fifth, sixth, but no, it was fourth, fifth. Ricciardo was... He was almost under a second behind him. And yeah. then on that very lap, they pitted him. So mm. we'll talk about that later on, but I think I'm, I'm not sure why Red Bull did that. But regardless, he pitted on lap 31. Then Ericsson, he caused the first safety car. He crashed out in lap 33, and then pretty much everyone pitted under the safety car. So Vettel pitted. Uh, he came out in second. Obviously, the Mercedes did as well. Oh, no, actually, no, sorry. The Mercedes didn't um, pit. They elected to stay out. So Bottas was still in first, mm-hmm. came in first. Vettel came out in second. Hammer time in third. Raikkonen and Vettel, they were the other ones to pit in the top six. So yep. how it played out was because Ricardo had pitted two laps earlier, he essentially lost any advantage that he might have gained. So it went, sorry, it went, it went Verstappen, Raikkonen, then Ricardo. Second safety car. Occurred just a, mo- a couple of moments later on lap 40. Grosjean and Sainz, they both came to a collision. So the safety car came at lap 41. Then this is when all hell broke loose. So the for the remaining 10 or so laps of the Grand Prix, two and a half seconds separated the top four. And it was it went Mercedes, Ferrari, Mercedes, Ferrari. It went Bottas, Vettel, Hamilton, Raikkonen in that very order. So... Behind them, though, there were some squabbles between uh, Raikkonen and Verstappen. Verstappen still stayed ahead of Raikkonen, doing very well to do so, but obviously it didn't 
go to plan at the end because Raikkonen eventually did go past him. Yep. Raikkonen on the tail of Hamilton, who in, in who also was pushing Vettel. And Vettel, finally, I think he had three goes on him, three laps in a row, was finally able to overtake Valtteri Bottas to take the lead of the Grand Prix, and he ran out. He just ran to a clear win, drove his car to the win. Bottas, unfortunately, slipped even further, so he allowed his teammate Hamilton to pass him, and then subsequently Kimi Raikkonen. He was lapped by both those drivers on laps 48 and 49, respectively. Ricardo came within almost half a second of... Valtteri Bottas at the very end. Reason why he was ahead was because he and Verstappen were having a little duel, but with with Ricardo half a second behind Verstappen, Verstappen tried a little bit too hard. He locked. He, he, he called it a brake failure. I'm not too sure. I think he was just pushing a little bit to get ahead of Ricardo, and Verstappen subsequently brake failed. That's it. Done. His race done. Yep. Uh, so he didn't finish. So Ricardo came in to finish fifth place. So that's it really from the Grand Prix. Um just that's a major a little wrap up. Major notes. It was the la- the last Far- Ferrari win well at Silverstone was in two thousand eleven, which went the way of former Ferrari driver Fernando Alonso. Mercedes, they hadn't been beaten since twenty twelve at the British wow. Grand Prix. So just some Quick stats for you, because we're going to get straight into the talking points from the British Grand Prix. Alrighty, let's get into just a few talking points. Now, the one of them is Ferrari. Is, is Ferrari way too quick? No, it's just the Ferraris were way too quick. Oh, it was ridiculous. So, I, I, I read that wrong. They were yeah, Ferrari's way too quick. quick. Um, I think also we can talk in this talking point was how slow the Rebels were, because... They were ridiculously slow on the straight line speed. Daniel Ricciardo, as well, came after the race and stated that very fact that he lamented lamented his team um, for the lack of straight line speed they had because you saw time and time again, Raikkonen, I think he passed Ricciardo on two occasions and it was just way too easy. He got the slipstream, didn't need DRS and just back opened up because the Ferrari was just so much quicker than the Rebel on the straight line. So, look... Obviously, Red Bull, we know that their en- the Renault engine in the Red Bull isn't up to scratch in terms of this matching the speed in the Mercedes and the Ferrari, but still, I mean, you got to feel a little bit down for both Ricciardo and Verstappen when they're down on da- on straight-line speed, and obviously your Mercedes and your Ferraris are just absolutely flying through, because especially for the Ferraris today, well, not today, for the race, they were just ex- exceptionally quick, far quicker than the Mercedes. I mean, you saw on the start, Vettel and Raikkonen, off to an absolute fly. Vettel obviously taking Bottas, but yeah, look, the Ferrari is going to be hard to beat from here. I think. Oh, I mean, for sure. I'm. I said that um, uh, Vettel will take the championship this year, and I'm sticking by that because he will take the championship. Uh, he's. I don't know. It, it it's so weird because we were complaining about how quick the Mercs are, like how uh, Mercedes got up from. Well, yeah, how Hamilton got from last to second at the end. Um, so like, albeit the help of two safety cars. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I I think Ferraris, it's kind of underappreciated in a way because people just don't stop talking about the um the Silver Arrow and saying like how it's so quick, but the real winner in this is Ferrari. Like they're quicker and they're a better car. They've got better drivers, in my point of view. Um, but yeah. Speaking of that, Ferrari now, uh, they sit 20 points clear 
of Mercedes in the constructor championship in the constructor What's the point standings? system with the constructors? Not sure. Me you know, Maybe have a look. You should have a look. Go should I research look. it? Do a research. I should research it. You should research it. We should know that. All right, so while James looks, um, also in the constructors, Red Bull, they are on 199 points. They sit 68 points behind the Mercedes and obviously a further 20 points behind the Ferrari. But just some, just another uh, interesting point from these two, just in the driver's standing. So now Sebastian Vettel, of course, winning the last two Grand Prix. He now sits eight points clear of Lewis Hamilton. He is on a hundred and seventy-one points, whilst the Mercedes is on the Mercedes driver of Lewis Hamilton is on one hundred and sixty-three. Third place can be Raikkonen one sixteen, Ricardo one hundred six, Valtteri Bottas one hundred four, and Verstappen not finishing ninety-three. You got the system yet? Uh, it it just looks like it's a combination of both drivers' points, just like banging, like just that combined. would make sense. <laughs> that <laughs> would make was sense. So stupid. Yeah. Um, oh, and I, oh, sorry, I, yeah. I, I accidentally said Sebastian Vettel winning back-to-back. No, Verstappen won in Austria, of course. But, look, Vettel now extending his lead. He does look likely, as you've said. Um, is there any way that Hamilton can still come back? Obviously, there's so much time no. left. So there's, you're saying that categorically, no, he can't no, come back. No, like there is some chance, but it's not going to happen. So, because the Ferrari, the Ferrari still haven't been consistent this season... Uh, now they're starting to find their groove with Mercedes having some troubles now. Do Mercedes, I guess, come back from this? We said this earlier in the year. They did. Ferrari did vice versa as well. Yeah. I don't think you can count Mercedes, though. I just don't think you can't count a Hammer yet. I mean, I, I think Vettel will win. I want Vettel to win. <laughs> I think but I do. just don't think you can count out Lewis Hamilton and the Mercedes. I just... You just can't rule it out. I just think Ferrari may have an issue later in the year. It's just, it just seems like it could be that way. It seems too good to be true for me. That's just my take, anyway. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, so going by that uh, constructors, it's literally just the two drivers' points added it up, and it's exact same. So fair enough. All right, um, another talking point I got here: Kimi Raikkonen obviously copped a ten-second penalty causing a collision with Hamilton on the opening lap. It was turn three. Was that fair? Because the question why I put this is because whenever other drivers have caused collisions, um, it's usually been a five-second penalty, not a 10-second penalty. So was this fair? You messaged me last night when we were talking about this exact same thing um, while watching the race, and you you suggested a five-second, and I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I think a 10 second is just a little bit harsh. Because remember Vettel, was it the last race? Or was it two races before? I think he, he I remember he copped a five second yeah, penalty. Yeah. Who was it? Was it with Sainz? Or, I can't remember who he collided with. Whoever he did, he, he, he had a collision and he copped a five second penalty. Yep. So, question is is it because that A, it was Lewis Hamilton, and B, it was at Lewis Hamilton's Grand Prix? Because Raikkonen had a collision with Hamilton. So you're was that the reason maybe why like bias? Maybe was that the reason why he had a ten-second penalty and not a five? Because obviously, clearly, he locked up, and yes, it was his fault. Kimi came after the race and admitted it was his fault, but still, we've seen worse, and they've only yeah, got five seconds. It's, it's like not being controversial or anything, but it kind of looked biased. It's bi- it's like, I think it's biased. I think it's, it's like bias. come on, man! Like you can't do that. And if you look at the severity of both, they're pretty much the exact same. Mm. 
Like, there's no differential. It's like, yep, I get it. Um, Raikkonen can't... Because, well, he locked up and he had to turn yeah, I mean, we're, we're not de- We're not defending Raikkonen here. We know he's wrong. Yeah, but, like, you know, there was no... It wasn't as... It wasn't, like, any more severe as the other one. Hmm. Um, they're both, so, they're uh, both uh, like, the same category, sort of, space, so to speak. But, um, yeah. I think it's a bias. I think it's a bias, fair to say. Fair enough. Um, now, this is something which caught my eye and the eye of many fans, Formula 1 fans. Mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton was just whining lap uh, after yeah. lap after Mate, lap we were talking, after lap we were messaging, after lap. We were messaging each other like every single lap. Oh, Hamas having a sook. It's ridiculous. So there was this what did we f- say? Hang on. There's this, no, no, no don't, don't worry about that. There's this photo... Um, was it? I can't remember the Facebook group that posted this. So it might have been F one memes or whatever it was. Formula. I can't remember what it was. Um, but anyway, it was a picture, and it had two contrasting. It was like, which Hamilton are we going to get today? And one of them was happy, and it was like, oh, thanks, thanks to all the fans. You're the best fans in the world. And the other one was, oh, engineer's fault, um, strategy fault, whatever. Yeah. And look, he crashed. He had a collision with. Raikkonen and just the whole race just came up with all oh, my rears and stuff all oh, my brakes all oh, my tyres like oh, he was literally just trying shut to up out. Lewis like, he was seriously. trying to opt out like he's such a sook seriously and the Mercedes team several times came out and said Lewis you're doing well you're P3 you're doing exceptionally well this is where we want you to be it's and like look, he finished in P2 he's such oh you know what it's like it's like they've got you know you're right I'm going to put an analogy right you know Harry Potter right you know Harry Potter's ugly cousin right I don't know what his name is, right? And you know how in his on his birthday how he complains about her and he got thirty six presents instead of thirty seven, and he's having a complaint saying, eh, and then his parents are trying to calm him down. That's literally Lewis Hamilton in the Mercedes team. Mm. It's ridiculous. I think it's beyond acceptable. Um, look, obviously he's a four time world champion, but it's just getting you can't extremely like annoying. That. It's getting extremely annoying. It just kind of looked like he was chucking the tantrum saying. Oh, I crashed. I don't want to. I don't want to play anymore. I want to go home. It's like, mate, you're in a race. Finish it. You got second, and he's pretty much eating his own words now because he's like, oh, I was having a sook, but now I'm okay because I got second. Like, and also, um, just interestingly, because Martin Brundle, he was doing the uh, post-race interviews for the top three. They do it now before the podium, and he was able to interview both the Ferrari drivers, but Lewis went. Lewis went straight up to you know that room before they go up into the podium. And then afterwards, he came out on Instagram saying, oh, I was just mentally exhausted, physically exhausted from the race. I was drained and I just oh didn't, I just didn't want to talk. God. And he said there was no anger involved at all. Serious. And his home Grand Prix as well. I got no He's comment. He's done this. I got no comment. He did obviously, Martin Brundle obviously interviewed him on the podium, um, but obviously we're not allowed, they're not allowed to do that anymore. And that's, not, that's another talking point. Why are they allowed point. to do it anymore? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next, on Monday. What's today? It's Monday. We'll talk. Th- we'll talk about that when we do our pit stop next Monday. Pit stop. Yes, when we do our pit stop. But yeah, um, not good. Not a good look at all for Hamilton. Bit of a sook. He's I a think. sook. He's a little child, and he should just grow up. All right. One final talking point. We're going back to Red Bull. Um, question is, and I think this is true: Did Red Bull butcher Ricardo's chances by pitting him for a second time when he was on Verstappen's? Shall I say it? But. Shall you say? Oh, mate, that's a big word. But it is. I didn't want to say the uh, oh. you know the AR, but yeah. Um, behind. Yes. What happens behind? Rear. Gluteus maximus. He's um, rear. He's rear end. Um. Yeah, I reckon they did. 
I mean, you said it yesterday, like they're butchering his race. And I wasn't like really taking that much in, like not like interest, but like I wasn't thinking too much into it, right? But then when you like look at it today, I'm like, oh God, they actually did. Mm. Like, I knew straight away. We get, I'm, I'm we get at the Verstappen's the, um, the golden boy. Yeah. But you don't need to like butcher your main man's race. The only reason why they pitted him, I think, is because he, he was catching up Oh, a record-setting pace. I mean, because he was, what was it, four seconds or three seconds, three and a half seconds behind him at one point. Yep. And then within three laps, the space of three laps, he was within a second or just a little bit over a second, albeit. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was right on his tail. And I just think that just brought him in just saying, crap, we don't want Verstappen to defend Ricardo here or whatever. We don't want Ricardo passing Verstappen because Ricardo would have passed him easily, the pace that he was going at. Yeah. So they just pit him. And obviously the safety car happened, stuffed his race up. They might. They, they were trying to go for a two-stopper. I think they were just trying to see if the two Mercedes tyres were going to wear out. But look, seriously, it's triggering. It's not good. It's very triggering. It's um, good. All right. Um, just right some on. another. I'm just going to go through. Um, just one more final thing. Unfortunately, Charles Leclerc, obviously, probably have, what one of our favourite drivers. It's oh, fair to say. Like quietly. I love him. Quietly. Absolutely love Charles Leclerc. Obviously. He wasn't able to finish, um, which was very disappointing. A bloody pit crew. But what was interesting was um, the Haas. Now, they started very well. They were within the, what were they? They were like P7, P8, I think it was respectively. Or they, were, they were in the top 10. Let's just say that. They dropped very quickly. They had a squabble. And then Rojan, what happened? Didn't finish again. And Magnussen just Roman. finished in the points. So... <sighs> They've both been disappointed this season. Do they both remain at Haas? I don't. Um, look, it's time to go, Roman Grosjean. Back to back to Formula Two. Um, he he needs a little bit of time to just you know win a championship because in F two he can kind of do it because everyone like they're all young drivers in Formula Two, aren't they? Yeah, they're all like what in their nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and how how old is Roman Grosjean? Like in his thirties. Um, he's old. He'd 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 ace it. So mm. I think, I think get, either, get his confidence back up. Yeah, or he just goes to Formula E and just becomes a um, uh, oh, who was that driver for Toro Rosso? Um, oh, not Buemi. Um, oh, he's got he's got like two last names. Um. Mate, I, I don't know. I'm buckling here. Can you help me out? Can't, I can't. What are you talking about? No, no, no. So the Sorry, because I was, I was looking at something else. In Formula E, a former Scuderia Toro Rosso driver is leading the championship, right? Yeah. But I can't... I don't know who it is. Um, I, I believe he was like 2010, I think. Um, no, it wasn't Buemi. My God, I'm hor- oh, Jean-Éric Verne, that's who it is. Jeez, that's a throwback. Jean-Éric Verne. Yeah, he's leading the um, Formula E, so I reckon either that or Formula 2 for um, Roman. All right, I just realised there's another talking point that I missed um, that I forgot from last night's race. Hamilton and Mercedes, they are having... They're fuming, I guess you can say, with Ferrari. They're accusing them of dirty tactics for Raikkonen ruining Hamilton's race. What do you think? Do you think Ferrari deli- do you think Ferrari and Raikkonen deliberately did that? No. 
He locked up. Mm. You clearly it's like a driver cannot purposely lock up yeah. and say, "Oh, I'm going to turn this way." Like, well, obviously you've got to correct yourself. Am it, I right? It's, it's it's still your fault, regardless. Yeah, but, but like, of course, you're not going to just let you your car not get corrected when you've you know locked up, and you don't want to spin out on that one, mm. obviously. So of you know obviously you're going to correct your um correct yourself with the over I was yeah oversteer and correct correct yourself again and it, it just happened to because they were just very close and he just happened to clip him yep. that's racing like get over it now what, what do you make of Hamilton and Mercedes the team both pointing out and accusing Ferrari of these it's tactics crap excuse my french but it's crap mm. i mean just sucking again? Obviously. Yeah. Toto Wolf should just have a good hard look at himself and just say, look, mate, I know what I've done wrong. I can't suck about it. All right? We're, we're the number one team in F1. If we keep doing this every single week, we're going to be named the babies of Formula One mm. because, you know, they win all the time and they can't take a loss like the Colombian football team. All right. On that note, we're going to get to some comments from the F1 official fan group. Alrighty, we have, um, there's not too much going on in the um, world of the Formula One official fan group. Oh, I think there is, James. Not like is. not like a lot, a lot, a lot. Like, it's just like the standard um, post-race, please give Fernando a fast car, people are saying. There's um, a headshot of Roman Grosjean saying, one for today's thoughts. What is this guy still doing in F1? My thoughts, is that um, interesting that Lewis is saying Ferrari used quote tactics to take him out. Um, Colin Lloyd commented, uh, "Lewis drove a great race with a great deal of skill to get back in front. Then he went and stuffed it up by opening his mouth. Yep. Very fair call. Yeah, I like it. Um, Sook, Hamilton yep. Sook. Uh, there's a picture of a Pirelli." Ambassador or whatever it is in a in the Mercedes garage, putting his hands on his head when um, Hamilton crashed. So you know, is that an actual photo or it's an actual like I will I will show you this photo right here right now. Um, spotted in the red, it's a Pirelli <laughs> worker, and he shouldn't be taking exposed. Sides. Exposed. exposed, confirmed exposure. Confirmed. Um, oh, what else is there? Marcus Ericsson's crash. Um, but apart from that, there's um. Oh my! Now, now, now my thing's not loading. Fire out. Um. Oh, there's just like shots of different cars. There's oh, mate. There's not much going on. There's the driver interviews. Kimmy's brilliant move. <coughs> Fantastic <coughs> move as well by Kimmy. Yep. And that was on um. That was on Re- Verstappen. In the opening lap, and I love how the um, I love how the comment was it Martin Brundle, mm. or whoever, and that's lights out and that sort of stuff. Right, he got so intense when Raikkonen overtook Verstappen, and it was like, I it was literally like football came home, and he was going absolutely ape crap about it, saying, "Oh my god," you know, and I was just like, "Dude, calm down," <laughs> like it's not a big deal. He overtook someone in the first lap. All right, so that's pretty much it for today's British Grand Prix review. It's been a pleasure, James. As always. We'll be back next Monday for the Pit Stop pre uh, pit stop edition of the Q3 podcast because, of course, 
This British Grand Prix marks the end of three consecutive Grand Prix weekends. So the next GP will be staying in Europe. Um, the next one will be in Germany in two weeks' time. Get so around it. Same time. The next uh, one, two, three, four. The next four races are at 11 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And then time. Singapore is at 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. And then guess this. The Russian Grand Prix is at 9 Let's go. And then, the, and then there's Japan at 4 p.m. It's good. It's friendly for Australian Like, Formula how good fans. is this? Fantastic. Anyway, until next Monday, we'll see you at the front of the grid.